Hello, this is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our quick form podcast where we'll talk to Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light. In each episode, we'll talk to real estate professionals to learn what they have done that have allowed them to be better than they were yesterday. Please enjoy our podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and I'm your host of the Windermere Coaching Minute, and this is our weekly podcast uh, where we talk to Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light uh, in the event that they're creating better client service and more work-life balance. And today, I've got Christopher Rigby with us. Christopher, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me, Michael. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, uh, a lot of people just to kind of give you an idea of who Christopher is uh, and why Christopher's on our podcast today. So Christopher does coach with our coaching uh our coaching program with Windermere Coaching and he's been coaching with us he's did a stint for us for a while went away and then came back uh he also uh runs a lot of the things that we talk about in coaching but mainly today what we want Christopher to talk about is routine and Christopher's been a real estate agent since 2012 at the Everett M2 Windermere office uh, with Dave Maynard and um you would say uh Christopher that every year you've had an increase in business correct yes that's correct every year yeah. And uh, Christopher, you have you have three kids. You have a six, a four, and a one-year-old, two boys and a girl. So that probably keeps you busy at times, I got to imagine. I would say I do not have the harder job. My wife definitely has a harder job. Uh, <laughs> but yes, it is uh, it is very it can be very challenging at times. Uh, just having young little ones running around the house. So I, yes, <laughs> I would agree. Well, and Christopher, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is a lot of times, so when we do coaching and we do talks and we do ninja installations, you know, one of the things we always talk about is how do we become more proficient with our time and have more focused time? And I know when we were having a uh, one of our coaching calls and I was going through your routine and you said that um, you start your day rather early and I was kind of amazed. I was like, wow. Um, and then I also come to find out we're talking and you uh, at an early age, uh, you became an Eagle Scout. And I was like, okay, so now I kind of see the connection to uh, sticking with something um, because, you know, to get your Eagle Scout is not easy, but um, I, I kind of want people to hear kind of your routine a little bit. And I want them to hear about why you do it and then the benefits that you have. And you might even share the conversation that you had today. Cause I did do a talk today with your office and at your table, there was some stuff that came up, but for the listeners. So, um, so you, in order for you to run your day and when we were talking on the phone, you have a, you have a two thirty start, but if, you would do me a favor and just kind of walk me through kind of what you do uh, with your routine on a daily basis, kind of what it looks like. So the listeners can kind of hear how you work your day. So, yeah, I do. I do have a 2.30 start. Um, and by the way, so the listeners, that's 2.30 a.m. Yeah, 2.30 2 a.m. Uh, and most people, when I tell them that, the first question they ask me is, what time do you go to bed? <laughs> uh, and that is usually around, uh, that's usually around like 8.00. 
eight thirty or so. So I'm still getting a decent, uh, decent amount of sleep. Um, right. And that's usually reading a book or whatever to the kids and then, you know, going to bed right after that with them. Um, and so the, that two 30, I'm usually trying to wake up for about, you know, 15 to 20 minutes or so. Uh, and then I go and I get up on the, I get on the treadmill. Um, and I do, it's usually about an hour long. So it's like a 10 minute warm up run, the actual run itself, 10 minute cool down, and then like another 10 minute uh, stretching after that uh, to kind of finish that up so that I'm not super sore and like dead the next day. So it's like, I've learned that in doing that, uh, cause I was just doing like the actual running um, right when I would do it. And I'd be like, man, I am like sore. Some of these runs are like, you know, I'm usually doing about a 5k uh, in every run. So I, you know, I've learned that like doing the warm up and then the cool down, and then the stretching, I'm like ready to go the next day, like right. regardless of how like intense the workout is. So, um, <clears throat> Carry your muscles. and yeah, exactly, exactly. And, uh, adding that into my routine. Cause I, um, I can't remember the, uh, there's a real estate agent. I was listening to a podcast and he talked about his morning. He's like, his was three 30 or three, his is three. Uh-huh. And he got up, he's like, I've got, he had kids. And I was like, man, I'm in the same position when I first listened to him, I only had one kid. So it wasn't like, I was like, ah, I don't need, it's not that crazy. Uh, my, my day isn't like that intense yet. So, but now with the three, I I was like, well, I remembered that about eight months ago. I remembered, um, that podcast. I went and found it and I've, I incorporated that. So I started working out and I hadn't really been working out and just obviously outside of the health benefits from working out, you get, uh, you just feel a lot better. Yeah. Um, well, and it helps and, your mindset too. Right. It helps your mindset. And, uh, you know, my kids wake up early, like they're up at six, usually every morning. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I want to be done, uh, with my workout and have gotten th- run through that. And then that way I can like have breakfast with them. So, uh, from that three to four thirty-five time, that's where I'm like working out and getting all that stuff done. Uh, moving on from that, like it's having breakfast with the kids. And then usually I'm in the office by uh, 6am, whether that be my home office or at the real estate office uh, physically. So you have a show up time of 6am, which, which Mm -hmm. honestly is when most people are probably waking up or trying to wake up. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And I, um, my wife's not a, she's not an early, early morning person. So it's just our kids. So, um, I, I'm definitely that way. And our kids are, are early morning risers too, which is kind of nice to see. So, uh, you just get so much more of the day done, um, before, uh, before everybody else is woken up. So while everybody else is still sleeping, I've already gotten, you know, a couple of big things out of my day through the way I get to the office at six, I get through, um, just all my typical daily tasks. I set my voicemail for the day to uh, letting people know when, um, when I'll be returning voicemails throughout the day, uh, based on whatever that day's schedule is and is dictated. And, you know, from there, I just go through my, my, my appointments. Um, and I, 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 when I started doing this about eight months ago, like my business, I started really soft last year, like the first, uh, first two quarters of the year. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really have a routine. I was still kind of just uh kind of reactionary just kind of yeah it was very it was very reactionary and that was when i'd taken a break from coaching and uh you know i took that break to you know finish up my uh appraisal uh license so right. uh, and then coming back into it and really kind of just putting my uh foot down on the gas pedal uh you know 80% is just showing up 
So what can you do on top of that 80% uh, is, you know, having it set in, you know, like having a mental mindset. And so now I don't like, I just wake up at 2.30 uh, without an alarm clock. Uh, even if I don't like and it, it's not great on the weekends because you're still set and ingrained to wake up at 2.30, but I don't, I, and the weekends are what I take my rest days, but. Um, yeah, so, so you're doing this Monday through Friday and then on the weekends you're sleeping in more, even though you're still waking up, you still go, just go back to sleep. Yeah. I just go back to sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's kind of where, you know, that's kind of what my routine is, but I've, I, you know, the, the why of it is more um, just more of like, I don't have, I, if I did, if I was going to get, like, I couldn't get a two hour workout done in the middle of the day, or, you know, I couldn't get that much workout time done in the middle of the day. It would just blow my day up. And then having the kids and as soon as at nine o'clock rolls around, that's when like your phone starts ringing and everything else. So, um, to be able to have that off my plate has really, uh, it, it allows, it allows me to be more present like yep. with my kids uh, and my day, like by the time everybody else is coming into the office at, you know, like nine, 10, 11, I'm three quarters of the way through my day. I'm done. I've got all of my, um, all of my business procuring uh, activities out of the way, my lead generation, you know, and communication with clients, all that stuff's done so that, any of the unpredictables that come along the way throughout the rest of the day, I can, I can take them on and not say, right. Oh, I've got another appointment or I've got, you know, I've got to get this done or I got to try to, you know, and my business doesn't suffer three, three to four months down the road because. Of right. It. Well, and, and also too, I mean, the, the, the benefits of that too, you saw him. I mean, when you started running the routine, what happened to your business? It, it exploded. Yeah. Like, you know, I think I went, for, I don't know where I was at, but I mean, I, I was, I'm very competitive. Um, and, you know, I've, I always check the tracker and see where I'm at in the office rankings. Uh, and, you know, I finished three this year. So um, I'd like to be number one next year uh, <laughs> in, in the office. That's just a competitive, that's like the number one thing I check every morning. I'm like, right. okay, just to see where it's at. And it's motivation for me uh, to see, you know, what the other agents in the office are doing or asking them what they're doing that's working. But um, that, the mindset and like everything changed. Like I, my business just like exploded. Um, yeah. and that, in that time frame, and it wasn't like transaction dollar per transaction, uh, has gone up a lot. Right. Well, and I, and I think, and I think what the, what, what I'd love the listeners to hear, cause we do this, you know, we do this a lot and we'll say to people, um, you know, Hey, you know what, in order for you to win your 40 weeks out of the year and then take time off, you really got to be mindful of it. And one of the ways of doing that is to build a really solid routine that starts earlier when you have time for just yourself. And 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 by all means, I don't want listeners to think, well, you know, we're recommending you wake up at 2.30. I mean, that happens to be your schedule, what you're going to do. But the real reason why I wanted the listeners to hear what you do is because, um, you know, whether it's 2.30 or 5 o'clock, you have a consistent thing you do five days a week. And in doing so and mapping that out, you have predictable results. Right? Correct. Yep. And you also have more quality time, I got to believe, with your kids. Um, and like you said, by the time agents are rolling into the office, you know, mid-morning, you know, your day's practically done to where you've got your business generating activities completed and the, the rest of the day is yours. And if you have business, terrific. If you don't, then I got to believe you've got time to go do things. Like you said, go to your kids' uh, sporting events. Uh, I know, you know, you took the kids sledding when we had the snow, but I mean, you have more, you, you have more control of your time to do what you want to do. Would that be fair? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's, it just gives you, um, it's, it's great to be present with the kids and I'd say, Hey, I gotta be at work. 
um, to get this stuff done. I think that's it just being able to, oh, hey, let's go to the zoo or let's go to the, the children's museum uh, in the middle of the day when nobody else is there, uh, you know, around that like two o'clock time. Well, get, you know, while everybody else is still, you know, doing what they're doing, I'm I'm there and done. Like when they're out of school, like I'm available if I right. don't have an appointment. And how, how would you say your work-life balance is in, in your opinion, now that you've been doing this? Um, it, it's, it's predictable, yep. much more, much more predictable, which, uh, has lowered my stress levels of, uh, being present and being on the phone. I think I, you know, you always get those, uh, I think it's every Sunday that comes out, you get like your, your weekly report from your, um, from your cell phone yep. to talk about like how, what your screen activity was like. I think uh -huh. I was at like 40 minutes or something like that uh, last week. And like, you know, I looked back, I tracked it back to see what it was like eight or nine months ago. And it was like four to five hours on my phone a day. Um, I mean, we're glued to our phones, but um, my time, like my screen time has gone down significantly because my day is more, uh, it's just more structured and I'm not yeah. trying to work. I'm not trying to work from my phone. Um, You're more on purpose. I mean, you, and you have more intention with what you're doing in the course of your day. Correct. And then let me ask you this. I got to believe you're, you're not perfect at this, right? So you're, do you have, <laughs> day, you have days you fall off the wagon? <laughs> oh yeah. There's, there's days. There's definitely, yeah. the, there's definitely days. And I will say, uh, you know, that was one of the things you talked about today was one of those days. Like I've just, I've had very little sleep the last two nights, like sick kids or, um, you know, waking up in the middle of the night and that that'll affect you. But, um, I, re I regret not doing it midway through the day. I'm like, I can feel it. I'm dragging. Like I regret not have completing, have, even if I didn't want to do it, just doing it and getting yep. on there. Right. Um, but even if, I've never regretted doing it. Like yeah, after I think I've done it, never regretted it. Yeah. I think it's very rare that we, that we do, we do something that's, that's not easy, but we do it that it, later in the day, we say, I wish I wouldn't have done it versus if we don't do it, Later in the day, we say, gosh, I wish I would have, I wish I would have done that, even though I didn't feel like it. I wish I would have got up and made that happen. Yep. Yep. And and on those days, like those days when you're not feeling it, um, do you just give yourself grace and say, well, this is my body's just talking to me and I'm just, and then tomorrow I'll just get back on and not really beat yourself up? Uh, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I try to. I mean, I try to be, I try to be perfect, but I don't think, I mean, I don't know anybody there that really is. Uh, but, you know, I would say I try to at least shoot for, you know, to do it four days a week if possible. But I mean, for the most part, I'm hitting that five, but there's definitely days where I just don't want to do it. And, or I try to do like a walk instead of a run. Uh, maybe it's not as intense, um, but, you know, like I, you know, it, it, I can definitely tell that when I didn't do it and I really wish I would have done it, even if I didn't want to do it. Yep. Well, my other question too is, so you have a six of four and a one-year-old. Is there any, is there anything your six-year-old notices about just dad's routine or, because I also think we're also role models. And I think that, um, you know, kids at that young age, I think it was Aristotle who said, show me the child between one and seven, and I'll show you who they'll be as an adult. Do you think that your discipline and doing what you're doing has an impact on your kids? Uh, I, yeah, it definitely does. They, I mean, they wake up early too. I think it drives my wife crazy, but, um, cause she's not a morning person, but, uh, my kids are the same way. Like all three of them, even the one-year-old, like they're like trying to wake up at five. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, that's a little bit too early for them to be awake. So we've, we've set, we've set boundaries with them. So we've got a, yep. um, 
we've got these lights in their room and it's like, okay, when the light is green, that means you guys can come out of your room in the morning time. If oh yeah. I love it. Yeah. If it's yellow, that means it's almost time to come out of your room. And if it's red, that means like you need to stay in bed because it's still, it's still nighttime. So still nighttime. Uh, I love it. Well, and, and, then, and so, uh, but you would say that um, for them, like the perception of you having a routine and doing what you're doing, I mean, they're spending more time with you, obviously, but they're also, uh, that, that's, that they're learning kind of discipline, if you will. Cause I know you, you had said when we were talking earlier on one of our coaching calls, and you had said that, uh, you know, when you were doing the Eagle Scouts, it wasn't something that you always enjoyed, but your your dad kind of kind of said, hey, we're going to do this. Um, and I got to believe in completing an Eagle Scout, it also taught you some discipline. And it was it modeled you a little bit to have kind of the discipline you have today uh, as a dad, as a husband, as a business person. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, like that was what my, you know, my dad and I on the weekends, that's what we did is we worked on merit badges. Um, I think I ended with like 50 merit badges by the time I was wow. done. Uh, um, but, but there were just, you know, there were learning different things in like all different walks of life, uh, you know, whether it be government or, you know, basket weaving, just all there's just, you know, there's probably a merit badge for just about any any topic or hobby that you can think of. Right. Um, and a lot of those things, like I had no actual interest in doing or uh, really wanted to do them. Uh, there's other ones that I was like, oh, man, these are definitely the ones I want to do. So uh, just in like seeing that through and completing it, I know uh, one of the things my dad, when we were doing it, um, he was like, there's a lot of people that like, don't get their Eagle Scout. Like there's it's a very limited percentage of the kids that will get this and they will actually stick to it, see it through. Uh, cause right. they don't want to do all those items. And he's like, I was one of those. He's like, and I regret not having stuck to it to been able to, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's to, a, to complete know, it. it. Yes. Yep. To complete it. So, um, you know, I'm thankful that he, you know, pushed me and, and helped me go through that. Well, and, and, you know, and this is just kind of um, an analogy, if you will, too, also just looking at our business, right? So, you know, being in real estate and running your business, it's not always easy, but you end up being right where you are based on the choices that you made. And what I love is, you know, you started to change your choices and having more of a routine and getting more disciplined at what you do. So you're done earlier in the day to spend time with your family. And the consequences that ensued because of that were a healthier state of mind, um, uh, more of a handle on on, on producing and, and building your business bigger. Uh, when you said you had a late start versus now you ramped up and your, your business took off. And then also you just being uh, more present, I got to believe, on any given day, both in your business and with your family. And so you changed your choices, even though it wasn't easy, but it was difficult, but you still, you do it because it has more of a positive impact, just not on you, but on the people around you in your life. That Would that be fair to say? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. You know, and with those... I would say, I'm going to call them positive choices. Um, mm -hmm. You you know, you're giving up, you're going to, you know, we're going to give up some things uh, kind of like you talked about today. It's like, what are you going to give up that? Yep. Uh, what are some of the things you're willing to give up and then, but what's the, what's the reward or what's the benefit of giving those things up? Yeah. I and, think, you know, you, you know, can't have everything, right. You've got to, you've got to pick and choose what are the priorities and then ask yourself, you know, based on these priorities that are the things I want to be for both myself and my family, and in my relationship and in my business and all that stuff, what are the choices I'm going to make that are going to get me there? Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, so here's one question I have for you. When you say, I mean, you were sitting at the table today, right. And you, when you tell people you get up at two 30, so the first thing they ask you is, Oh my gosh, um, what time do you go to bed? When you tell people what you do, uh, 
what's a typical kind of response? Is it like, I can never do that? Or what are you kind of nuts? Or I mean, what, what do you hear? Um, that's, yeah, it's typically, I think that's typically like, I, I can kind of, people are, you know, you can tell when people are like being nice and they're like, oh, well, that's, that guy's crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and I, and that was kind of my, that was how I felt when I, I'd heard that podcast. I'm like, like, why would you wake up at three o'clock in the morning? Right. Um, but as you're, as you remove yourself from like, you got to take away like the negative thinking about having that early morning routine. At least that's what I had to do for myself. Um, even like in the first, you know, 30 days of doing it, uh, it, it it was really just like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Um, and then after your, after your body adjusts to it and you get into that set routine, like everything is just, it's on clockwork. It's on autopilot, uh, the things that you're going to do and everything you're going to do. And then that way you're not, I don't know. I feel like I'm not using my mental capacity at the beginning of the morning doing that stuff. And then it's available later in the day when the problems and the challenges come around. Right. Exactly. And, and you feel better because of it. I know, but it it is, isn't it interesting though, how people will set a narrative in their own head of what they can and can't do. And then when they're, you're doing something so extreme, so to speak in their mind and their perspective perception that they, they want, they need to equate it to something that's not normal. They're like, well, he's not normal or he's, there's no way I could do that. Or, and what's interesting is if they even did a little bit of what you talked about or a little bit of what you're doing, it's amazing uh, where they could take themselves and where they could go. The question is, how many people are willing to go do that? And I think it comes back to the talk we just had about, you know, your dad pushing say, hey, a lot of people don't stick with this and get their Eagle Scout. And I regret that I didn't do it. I also think there's a lot of people that instead of, list, you know, we'll listen to this podcast and they'll hear 2.30 um, and they'll say, well, that's just not me. And what they'll do is they'll rationalize how they can't do maybe even a little bit of it, and they'll end up where they're going to end up. And then there's going to be those people just like you that listen to a podcast where somebody said three, and you go, well, wait a second, that's not so crazy. What if I did start doing that differently? And what would happen? What would I? Who? What would I be if I was an early morning person? And I and I love it that you you listened to it and you said, okay, I'm going to give it a shot, and you saw exact you saw a bit of direct benefits from doing that. So what would be your advice for somebody like that's sitting there going, well, I don't know. Um, it's, uh, you know, what, what, what are, what are some things you would say to somebody? They're like, well, how do you do two thirty? Um, I think the two thirty. I guess I would say if you obviously set the alarm on your phone and put it on the other side of the room, uh, <laughs> starting off, <laughs> maybe sleep on the couch. So you don't wake your wife up at two thirty or your significant yeah. other at uh, yeah, exactly. in the morning. Uh, you know, and, you know, I didn't even know you could, uh, delete the snooze button on your phone. Um, but I will be doing that. Um, and I would, I would put, I would just set, uh, maybe don't start that early, start at, you know, five or six o'clock. Um, right. But it just, it just depends. I think you would, I, you have to like walk it back, you know, like we do our business planning. It's like, I'm going to make a million, uh, GCI this year. And you walk that all the way back to see what you need to do to hit that. And so if you want to set your day, uh, what time do you want to be done for the day? Right. And you you walk back all those other things and, you're, and you realize that, you know, like time is our most precious, you know, uh, most precious resource that we have. How are you going to allocate all those things throughout the day? And then what things do you can you take out of your schedule to make sure that you get done at the time you want to get done? And it may not be... Um, 
it may not be 2.30, it, it might be 6.30, it might be 8.30, you're able to get all the stuff that you need to get done in that truncated time period. But I would just say, you know, plan when you want to be done or um, available, like without anything else on your schedule for the rest of the day and and walk it back. Yep. Um, and I, you don't have to work out, um, you know, if you're, if you're going to cut out working out. I mean, like I definitely would recommend the working out uh, portion of it. It doesn't need to be intense. But uh, just any anything, because that just getting your blood flowing. Uh, I mean, I really don't even need coffee in the morning. Um, right. I don't even have coffee until um, probably around like ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. Well, and also too, I think. I mean, and you you have a longer workout session, so you do more intense workouts. But I mean, even you know, just a twenty just twenty minutes of moving your body has an amazing impact on the chemistry in your body, if you'll do that every morning. And, and I love what you said, you know, work backwards and, and, and two 30, again, it's not for everybody, but you know, could somebody get up at five, could somebody get up at six, somebody get up at four. I think it's, it's all relative to what you want to get done and what time you want to do. But I love that idea of just working backwards. So if I want my day done by noon, okay, so work backwards. So what does that look like for you? And I, and I, the other thing too, is uh, we all have to be willing to get uncomfortable. I think that's the other big key, you know uh, you know, success doesn't happen when you're, when you're walking around being comfortable all day long. Sometimes you got to do some things you don't want to do, but it's amazing when you do them regularly, how they just become a habit. Yep. I agree. You know? Um, so, uh, anything else? I mean, when you think about that, anything else for the listeners that you found that, that helped you to kind of get yourself in a place where you're doing this now, because I got to believe it wasn't easy at first. So, and that things I wrote down were, um, you know, you had to make a commitment to yourself. You also, I, I believe you had to have a reason why. Um, and your why was more time with your family and more balance and actually getting more business. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I guess I would, the, there's the, I always look at like, I was, you know, you look at like the top producers and performers and things that they're doing. Like, what are they doing? Um, those, those, uh, I don't want to say trendsetters, but uh, those people like blazing those paths and doing those things, they do things that are, you know, everybody else isn't doing. Yes. Um, and you don't have to be them. You don't have to be like them, but you could take pieces and things away from them and implement those into your, into your life. And, you know, even if it's like only a 1%, you know what I mean? Yep. You know what I mean? That's that compound effect that we've talked, we always talk about um, just tweaking things that way. And you, once you start to see those benefits of doing that, you might add on more, you might tweak it even more. And you reap more benefits and you're like, it just makes, it, it, it tends to, it is intimidating. Um, it, it is an intimidating thing to hear two 30, but um, if you've got a lot of stuff to get done in the day, um, getting it out of the way, is just, it helps all the, the stuff that you can do when nobody else is awake for me. Um, it allows me not to have any, any interruptions while I'm doing those things. So I'm not multitasking. I'm singularly focused on just those things that I need to do. Yeah, you have undistracted focus time. Yeah. Well, and the last thing on here I just want to touch on too is that you also are very avid about taking time off and going on vacations with your family. And I know you map those out. Um, does this kind of lifestyle also allow you to make sure you, you're taking time for yourself and your family? Because you guys love to go like outdoors and hiking and those types of things. Yeah, I, everything is um, everything is mapped out for the year. I've got. I know like every quarter we're going to take at least a week off and uh, depending on like what the trip, uh, trip around it is and where we're going to go and what we're going to do uh, it's already mapped out and planned so that kids are, they know when this is coming up. 
um, and your clients know when it's coming up, you're able to, you know, convey those things to your clients, uh, what, what that's going to be. And then that you've already got a plan in place for while you're gone, if their house is on the market or, you know, say something along those lines, you've already got, you've already got it mapped out yep. and you, you're able to, with clients, they're able to show them like, this is, this is what I've got coming up. Um, this is the, this is the plan. And maybe the, you know, whatever it may be, they, it shows you're organized and you know what you're doing. Yep. And you, and you run off a schedule. I mean, you, you have a routine, you look you map it out. Uh, so like a lot of stuff we do in coaching, you do time blocking, you set that up, you kind of know what your day is. You do a little pre-planning. And then you also, I also love it because you have your, uh, your assistant, Amy, right. And you guys have mm-hmm. things pretty mapped out as well. Correct. Yeah. So, so yeah, she's also online thing. with the schedule. Workflow and uh, all the other items. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, Christopher, I, I just, I'm glad you came on today. Cause I just, there's a lot of people that we talk to or we go to coach and we, we try to help them implement uh, more of a routine. And I think that a morning routine like you do is a really is, is what we call a, a keystone habit. It kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. And uh, a couple of the takeaways I want the listeners just to hear is, is number one is that, you know, I see the people that do this, you include it. It's not like we're saying, oh my gosh, I love it. It's the best thing in the world. I mean, getting up early isn't always easy and your brain's going to fight you. But the fact of the matter is you push through it and you get uncomfortable and you do it. Putting that pocket of movement in the morning is very, very critical. And then also just having more control of your day. And if your day ends earlier, that gives you more time to go do the things you want to do and live more life, spend more time with family, have better relationships, uh, have better work-life balance. And so um, I love the fact that you're doing it. I'd love to have more people, you know, learn how to do that. If somebody wanted to reach out to you directly and just kind of pick your brain on how you do it, um, can, can they call you? Can they email you? Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to, to, to talk to anybody through it or what their, uh, what their holdups may be or, um, uh, reservations about not wanting to do it. If they want, you know, to talk a little bit further about what the benefits are and how, how it, you know, how it's rolled out for me, um, and just not being a, you know, uh, I don't want to say fly by the seat of your pants type of thing, but uh, <laughs> non-reactionary, you know, you're, right. you're, uh, you're set up with a mission and a plan. Yep. So folks, if you want to get a hold of Christopher, uh, you can call him on his phone at uh, 425-220-0621. And I'll put that in the show notes or his email, which is crigby, that's R-I-G-B-Y at windermere.com. So crigby at windermere.com. Um, and then, uh, any, any, uh, any parting words, Christopher, for the listeners or any, any, uh, words of advice before we wrap up? Um, I, I would say that, uh, it gives you, it, it's one of the bigger benefits to me is that it's given me a more positive, um, more positive uh, tone and set for the day. Uh, and that's, that's really uh, allows you like, you know, you have those difficult conversations or those things, problems that you're going to have to fire, you're going to have to put out or whatnot. That consistent routine has already made you feel like you've accomplished something before the day started for most people. And it, uh, it, it drives you and you're, you power through all those other things, uh, almost, uh, seamlessly. Well, and I will say, uh, the, the pleasant part about, uh, coaching with you is that, uh, even though there's the accountability and we talk about things and there's still challenges, um, it's your mindset on how you approach the challenges. Because very rarely, rarely do I hear you say, "Well, this is difficult. I don't know how I'm going to solve it." Most of the times when we're talking, you've kind of already thought it through, and we talk about it, and you go, "Okay, I'm going to try that." And then on the next call, you go, "Well, I tried that and it worked, or I tried that and it didn't work, but this is something else." 
And so you very much are an avid problem solver. And I think that comes from a clearer mind and more of a pro proactive approach to how you run your days than being reactionary. So that's something that I uh, pick up when I communicate with you. So uh, I can also see those benefits of what you're doing and how it's impacting you as well. So uh, I guess I guess that's a roundabout way for me saying our coaching calls are pleasant because I love seeing you succeed by the things that you're doing. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. Absolutely. Well, everyone, hey, I want to I want to thank you for listening today. And again, if you want to get a hold of Christopher, you can call him on a cell phone. That's 425-220-0621 or his email at crigby at windermere.com. And uh, Christopher, thank you so much for being on the call today. And uh, like we always do, we'll end these by telling everybody to be awesome and help somebody. And if you like what we're doing, please feel free to pass this on. Also, if there's uh, content or topics you'd like us to cover, or you feel like you could be on the podcast, please reach out to us. Uh, you can reach me directly at fanning at winner.com. And uh, again, Christopher, thanks so much for being on our podcast today. All right. Thanks, Michael. All right. Thank you. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our Windermere Coaching Minute. We hope you found this content helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. And we'll always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.